Well, uh, good evening, friends, and uh, welcome to uh, tonight's Front Porch here, and uh, uh, blessings to all of you. Good to have you with me. It's a uh, uh, another overcast, chilly evening here in Northwest Ohio, and uh, and and we're just going to enjoy the weather. I hope uh, I hope you're doing well tonight, and I hope that today has been a blessed day for you in in your life and how, however you have uh, journeyed through today. I hope that uh, you've had an opportunity to really just kind of sit and be in the presence of God. Well, friends, as we uh, as we come together tonight, I. Uh, yeah, I was thinking about the compromising faith, and one of the one of the powerful testimonies that we've seen over and over again, and in, in both in Scripture and and even in the world from a lot of folks, is is standing their ground for their faith and belief, and and I think it is it is so um, energizing. It is so beautiful to see when when others, um, even at the expense of themselves, maintain their faith, maintain their their belief. They don't compromise their spiritual grounds, the foundation that they live on. There's a, um, there's a story I read, uh, and I don't remember all the details to it, but, but one of the, the key components, it was, it was um, about a man who, who owned a department store and told his employees on a, on a Saturday, he said to all of them, I, I need you all to come back on Sunday and work. Uh, we're getting a truck in that's running late, and, and so we're going to need you to arrive and, and help unload this truck. It was approaching the holiday season. And one young man thought about it and went to um, his boss and said, Sir, with all due respect, I, I cannot work on Sunday. I have church, I have family commitments, and, and that's the day that I put aside to spend with God and with my family. His boss thought for a moment and said, well, young man, if that's how you feel, then we shall part ways. The young man thought for another second and said, well, sir, that is my belief and I cannot change that. His boss said, well, then there it is. It's time for you to leave. A few weeks later, a friend of the owner of the department store approached him and said, if he knew of anyone looking to help run a new bank they were opening in town. The man thought to himself for a moment and said, I have just the person for you. He gave his friend the name of the young man he had fired just several weeks prior. And the banker, or the friend who was opening the bank, said to him, he said, Sir, how can you recommend someone that you've recently fired? And he said, Well, let me tell you may not have worked out for me in my business, but he has principles. He has beliefs. And it's in that principles and beliefs that tell me that he'll be able to take care of any money, that he is very trustworthy. And I would hire him to run my bank. And, you know, I think that the point of that story is too often we compromise our principles, compromise our beliefs, and, and, and at the core, compromise our spiritual beliefs in spite of the fact that we face something that's, well, quite honestly, devastating. It's going to really destroy us in a sense. I mean, how often do we compromise our, our time at home or our time with family because, because of work commitments, because of commitments that um, maybe could be delayed or, quite honestly, 
just take us away from the mere fact that, you know, we're going to put in this extra time. I, I think often, you know, I, I told my wife not too long ago, I said, you know, wouldn't it be great if, if everything was closed on Sundays again like it used to be? This was before I was a child, but I said, you know, I can't even remember living in northern Indiana and, and places were closed on Sundays because it was family day. It was the day you went to church and you spent time with your family. You didn't worry about going shopping for clothes or for groceries or for any of that matter. For It was just the day set aside to relax. And of course, we've lost that in this country. That's gone by the wayside because we've we've shifted into a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week work cycle. There's always someone awake needing to purchase something. And, and, and I think the, the struggle with that is it causes us to compromise our, our faith, to compromise our spiritual walk, because sometimes that spiritual walk causes us, or calls us, probably is a better word, to be in the presence, be it a, with other believers, in a study, maybe in a time of prayer, and, and we put that all aside because, because quite honestly, we want to fit in. We want to we connect into the to the society that we found ourselves in. Uh, this, this chapter, uh, the third chapter of the book of Daniel is a classic example of the opportunity for a society, for a community to fall in line, to quite honestly compromise its set core beliefs. And, and even for those who hold steady, face certain death, should they not compromise to the community or to the society or quite honestly, in our case, the world? Uh, King Nebuchadnezzar has is, is built this grand statue, 90 feet tall, 90 feet wide, and he's, he's ordered all his officials and everyone in the, in the community to pay homage to this statue, to worship the statue, except the Israelites refuse. And the Israelites will say at one point, we will not do this. And in fact, three of Daniel's friends will come to the scene. And in it, and this is where verse 16 is, these are three of his friends, Sadrach, Meshach, and Achbanach, answer to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to present a defense to you in this matter. So they acknowledge that no matter what King Nebuchadnezzar says, there's no defense for them. They're not going to change or try to excuse their way out of it. Their faith is their faith. Their core is their core. And he said in verse 17, If our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire and out of your hand, O king, let him, de let him deliver us. But if not, be it known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods and we will not worship the golden statue that you have set up. So they basically say, you know, if, if, if it costs us our lives, then we're going to keep our faith. We're not going to compromise our beliefs. We're going to, to hold strong to that. King Nebuchadnezzar was so frustrated that, that he even ordered the furnaces that they were going to throw them into that turned up seven times. And still, even in the face of that, these three men say, no, we won't compromise our faith. Our faith is uncompromisable. That's a word. And I think it speaks to us today in, in, in the society we live, in our daily lives, because they're so busy. We're so hectic. We're trying to get this done or that done. And, and, and we're trying to accomplish this goal or that goal. And, and we get so wrapped up in those, those accomplishments or, or those, those tasks or those, those moments that, that we forget that 
our faith calls us to worship our God, to pray to our God, to study with our God, to, to walk in a faith that at times we, we don't understand and at times we, we recognize that we might be confused. And even at times we recognize how, how sinful we are, that our transgressions are mighty and, and, and we can't let those events deter our faith, deter our faith from growing, deter our faith from being built up. We have to, without a doubt, I believe, say to ourselves that our faith is stronger than any furnace that can be thrown at us. I think that that is so important. When we, when we talk about anxiety and stress that the world has presented itself with, especially here this year, um, man, it is more important today to have a faith that is strong. And I'm not, I'm not sitting here saying your faith has to be perfect today, but your faith needs to be there because, man, this world is so topsy-turvy. It's insane. I don't even know. I mean, we're, this, is, this is Thursday. Uh, we got we got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, five days, and our and our country goes to the polls. And I know a lot of people have already voted, and and no one knows what'll happen on Wednesday. No one knows what'll happen on Thursday. But no matter what occurs, our one true King is still God, and it hasn't changed, and that won't change. But our faith regardless of which direction our nation goes, must remain strong. I think if you compromise your faith, if you compromise the one thing that you have to get through life, man, it, it just can just lead you down a path of destruction or a path of, of just mixed clouds that you just can't even eventually see through. And, and, and so I want to encourage you in that. I want to encourage you to have the faith of these three. They're willing to go to death for their faith. Are you? Are you willing to die for your faith in Jesus? Are you willing to die for your faith and willing to explore who God is to you? Maybe, maybe you're someone who's, who's lost their way from God and, and you haven't found your way back just yet, but are you willing to compromise a faith that calls you into that relationship? Because you don't understand? Because you hope that maybe just tomorrow it'll just all magically appear? I don't think so. I think so often we, we give up too easily. I think too often we, we just throw our hands up and say, all right, I, I'll give this much up of my faith because I don't understand it anyway. So if I don't understand it, I don't comprehend it. Well, what's the matter if I don't have that part of my faith? You know, I, I tried studying the Bible, but I can't figure it out. So, I mean, what harm is it if I don't study it as much anymore? What harm is it if I don't fall to my knees and pray every night like I should? I mean, you know, it ain't the end of the world. Or is it? Or is it? I almost want to say it, it is the end of the world in a lot of ways. It's a pretty significant end of the world, if you will. And I want to encourage you in that. I want to encourage you to, to have a faith that 
that just says at the end of the day, you will trust God above all else. That no matter what you go through, you will stand strong in that faith. Um, there's another there's another story about about faith and you know as as and there's a lot of stories out there about faith but but i think one of the the key components that we have to have in faith is is as we look ahead you know we know things aren't going to be things aren't going to go well all the time but we have to acknowledge that we have a desire for courage. We have a desire for strength and protection. Um, there's a story of a of a father who was going off to battle. This is back in World War One, and 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 he wanted his son to pray for him every day. And and he told his son, he says, "Now, now, here's the deal. I, I, when you go to pray, son, I don't want you to pray that that." I'll be safe. And you think about it, that's a strange thing to tell your son. Don't pray for me to be safe, he said. He said, what I want you to pray for me for is to be brave. I want you to pray for me to be strong. He said to his son, life and death doesn't matter. Right and wrong do. He says, he said as he wrote this article, he said, he said, Daddy dead is daddy still, but daddy dishonored is something too awful for words. And so while we want to be safe, bravery, courage, and character is more important, at least to this gentleman, than his own life. And and I think for all of us, I think we have to, when we think about our, our faith and our courage to have faith, that's where it starts that's where it starts well friends I want to uh, tonight as we, we shift into kind of a, a time of prayer I want to I want to encourage you as you as you keep battling the world as you keep thinking about your faith and and, and I hope maybe this week you've really looked at where are you compromising that faith are, are you compromising it in any way shape or form are you maybe you know telling yourself it, it's okay if you don't if you don't maybe worship God this week, is it okay if you don't study God as much this week as you as you could? Is it is it okay if you if you don't pray as much, maybe you don't give as much? Are you excusing yourself out of those commitments to God, which are an essential part of your faith? I hope you're not. And I hope you trust him above all else. I hope you truly trust him as you think about your relationship with God. Because it is so important, so imperative as we look ahead in life. And so friends, I invite you to join me in a time of prayer. You know, Lord, tonight on a chilly evening here on the front porch, I'm reminded that my faith may be strong, my faith may be complete at times, but yet, Lord, sometimes the winds and the chill of the air can cause cracks and fissures. And I ask, Lord, for strength tonight 
strength to not allow those track cracks to defer me in my walk of faith. I'll ask, Lord, that those those moments I am strengthened, given courage to stand forth in the face of an uncertain future, to not compromise my beliefs in you and your son Jesus, regardless of what the world calls me to do, regardless if the world shames me away from you, Lord, let me be strong with you. Let me stand firm. Let me, Lord, face that fiery furnace with a conviction, with a strength demonstrated by these three. I hope, Lord, I do that every day. And I ask, Lord, for, for the strength for, for all those that have stopped by the porch tonight, Lord. And, and I ask, Lord, that they too, they too recognize the importance of uncompromising their faith keeping it strong, keeping it steady, because this world we live in is a topsy-turvy place, but Lord, if we do as you call, we lean into you, we look to you, we shall always overcome. Lord, watch out for our brothers and sisters out west who face wildfires, keeping them safe and protected. For those in the south, Lord, I ask for protection from the floods the wind and the rain for our nation, Lord. Inspire it to follow you and you alone. With the earthly men or women we elect, they're temporary. We truly follow you first. I thank you, Lord, for tonight and for this precious gift of your Son, Jesus, for it is in whom I pray. Amen. Friends, it is a it is a joy as as always to to be with you, to be surrounded by your presence and glory. And on a chilly evening, as I as I look ahead to the to the rest of tonight, I I hope and pray for you in your journey, and I hope that you find peace in your walk of faith that you're encouraged to stand in the face of a fire and know that it is God you follow, it is God you trust, and it is God that will save you even from an evil world we live in. Stand firm as these three did. Stand strong in the face of a fiery furnace and you shall overcome it all. Friends, I thank you for stopping by the front porch. I'm going to go put a hat on now. My head's cold. But that's all right. Until tomorrow night, my friends. And God bless and keep you safe. May you find the love of Christ in all that you do and all whom you encounter. Until tomorrow when we gather again. God bless each and every one of you. Good night from the front porch.